Bueller. Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We're too wild and crazy guys. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call. It's Friday, June 18th on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. I am Nick Roush. Justin Kalen is in studio because TJ Walker is on a vacation slash weekend getaway to the land of islands, but not actually an island. Suck it, Terry. We'll see you on Monday. Filling in is a voice you've heard before many a time or two, and he's back with a vengeance from sunny North Carolina. Six foot six tall, it's Trevor Kelsey. <coughs> oh, there's a sound you know, right? Get that throat cleared out. <laughs> Yummy. There's a continental breakfast for you. It tastes better on the way back out than it does going down, right? Uh, uh, some continental breakfasts are great, Trevor. Don't you sell them short? TJ in Rhode Island, little 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 state, little mind, right? And and that what they told us, and, and me myself and Irene. You think you think you <laughs> hang out with Jim Carrey and Renee Zellweger? She looks so natural, Ooh. just squinching up. Doesn't even try to pretend like her face looks like she's sucking on a lemon. Okay, so that's actually hilarious. Who goes to Rhode Island? Very ho- like, seriously. Yeah, yeah I, I, so I think we can name all of our pop culture Rhode Island references in two fingers. And that is what you just mentioned in me, myself and Irene great description of Renee Zellweger. Like, and that was when she was at her best looking too. That so, was, that was her peak. Yeah, that was that like three great. year run where she was actually like relevant. And then the next thing yeah, you know, yeah, she's it happened. A, then she's being spooked in a family guy skit where she's treated as an anteater. And then, like, that's the last we saw of her. Like, yeah. we haven't seen her since. Like, since she was cleaning up the ants at that picnic with uh, Clive Owen or whoever they think she was with in the skit. I forget. I, I think that Family Guy is also the only other Rhode Island pop culture reference I yep. know because Rhode Island is the smallest state in the continental 48. It's the smallest state, period. So, that that's those are my Rhode Island facts. Maybe Terry will come back and have a wealth of knowledge to share from the smallest state. Uh, but I, I, Trevor, I can't think of one other Rhode Island pop culture reference out there. And I know you're, you're just a bastion of dumb cop pop culture facts. Yeah, I can't think of any other two. I mean, and, and if Family Guy has taught us anything, I mean, the only reason to go to Rhode Island is to see the foliage. foliage. You know that's that's what that's why he hates when the people from New York come. Mm-hmm. You know the the leaves change. Speaking speaking of uh, our little Rhode sure. Island, hi Justin. Hey, he's like the Rhode Island of our show. <laughs> oh man! Wow, thanks. <laughs> that's a big suck it, man. Uh, it's all right. He, he's just sitting here hanging out wow. this morning with California and Texas, and uh, he's coming in like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna stay too." <laughs> I mean. It, who who decides, bro? Like Nick, Nick, you're—I don't know. Maybe 
because I, I don't I don't have like the family like gene in my like the the, the dad gene in, in me and all and maybe TJ is just starting to get it with this trip to Rhode Island. I mean, he's already went to Michigan, but like I, I don't know. I just like it's short of like doing like a coming to America scene where you're like just like rolling the the globe and like sticking your finger somewhere. Like I just don't see mm-hmm. any reason to like choose that as a destination of anywhere to go. On purpose. I mean, well, I mean like if you like, stop get gas, like that thirty minutes you're driving through the state on the way to Providence. So I would say that as well. Uh, I found out that one of his, both him and Hannah's really close friends, got stuck moving to there. I don't know how. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's for work. But so it's one of those where they're seeing their friends they haven't seen in a while and seeing a new town. So kind of double dipping. And that's, I can't think of any other excuse to go there unless you're seeing like an old friend and you've just never been up to see them before. Here's your one time going to see them. I mean, it's Rhode Island. It, it takes probably like, what, like half an hour to drive to the state. Why can't you commute from Boston? I mean, it can't take uh, yeah, that long to drive into Rhode Island, right? I mean, well, maybe Rhode Island actually is nice. I mean, okay, I... I, don't know. I, I, I am bashing I, the state, and all I know from it is watching Family Guy be myself. And I re- you mentioned that, and there are two things I do enjoy. So maybe you know what? Maybe I should just step aside, quit being such a a DB, and then and, and be nice to Rhode Island. I'm sorry, uh, I that, that, that might be asking too much for you, Trevor. But we're glad you're back on the air. I know to I'm just not- yuck it up with this on a Friday. I've come in bitter because I've been listening well, to the podcast for the last delayed. couple weeks. and Oh, I'm not a major delay, but what do you expect? At least I showed up on time. Uh, I, I have a uh, – I, I did come in kind of hot, though, because I've been listening – I listen to the podcast, you know, I guess you could call it every day. Usually it's around midnight when I'm listening to a 7 a.m. podcast for that morning, so I don't know if you count that it's still the same day or not. But uh, I do still listen, and – it's been rough listening and not being able to chime in short of just sending you texts and telling you to suck it that you read the next day with all that's been going on with Louisville and everything. So it's, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I did come in a little high and, and I took it out on Rhode Island a little bit. And I took it out on TJ's taking his getaway vacation. And, and I, you know, I just need to calm down and and just, just light up a heater and take out, take out my aggression on the heater and not on you all. <laughs> No, no, no need to f- beat yourself up. Uh, that's a dollar in the jar. Uh, we want you fiery. We want you mad. We want you to act like a Philadelphia fan that's just blown uh, enormous lead because that's what Philly fans know how to do. They're they're the new Atlanta. What do you expect when you got Doc Rivers, one of the biggest jokes as head coach in your in the NBA history? Anyway, as your as your guy, I mean, the, the, maybe no, very few have achieved less with more. Than Doc Rivers. Okay, fair point. Maybe he was famous for playing with the Atlanta Hawks. Maybe he's throwing a bone to his old team. Maybe he's making Nate McMillan look like a good coach, something he couldn't do in well, he was decent in Portland and in, in Indiana. I mean, Nate McMillan's an average coach. Nate McMillan is the complete opposite of Doc Rivers because while Nate McMillan's not a great coach. He's a guy that's going He's going to get at least as much as he can get out of his team, and that's what he's doing in Atlanta, who's not a very good team. And this is – and you all can – and I think TJ tried to stray away from it because he, he, want, he didn't want to go away from this love for Tyler Hero and last year in Miami and Bam out of bio and all that team. But 
I mean, this is pretty much the same run. I mean, that was an average at best Miami team last year. This is an average at best Atlanta team this year, and they're both making good runs. And yeah, I think it's a mix between the situations of both seasons and the style of the NBA that's just just grown over the last couple of years. It's the same way, the same style that just has kind of lost to me a little bit. I've watched less and less NBA and less this year and last year than I have in my entire life because. Well, the same reason why I don't watch AAU basketball because that's what it's kind of. Oh become. yeah, just it's just too many threes. Blah blah it's blah blah. Back, blah. It's just not back much in my day, it. it was real well, basketball. This isn't real basketball. No, it's not. Well, not the way I grew up watching. I grew up in watching eighties and nineties basketball. Where, yes, I don't want to call it say players don't play defense because it's not. I don't really blame the players. This is what the this is the style and this is what the NBA wanted to be. When they started getting rid of hand check and free motion rule and all that stuff, but about I guess it's been about ten years now or so, and it's taken time. And the league is, you know, now players know not to worry about really trying to guard anybody because there's no reason to. Let's just well, get a shot up in six seconds, get back down the court, and shoot up another three, and get back, and get back, get back. And you know, and it's it's it can be fun. It's you know, it's eat each other each other's cup of tea, but. It's not what I, I want to see some defense. I like to see somebody actually try to stop somebody. Somebody actually take a decent shot. I don't know. Here, here's a shot in the dark. Run a freaking play and not just spread oh everybody goodness, out. And go one on you, one. you sound like the just <sighs> most, I mean, have a creative thought, buddy. Don't just tell everybody really? to get off your lawn. You're ready to play. Here's the thing, Trevor. I do at least appreciate that you can see excuse me the hawks and the heat last year because they were both very young teams good shooters got hot at the right time and then that in this round last year yeah. the heat beat the bucks who the bucks last year aren't so different than the the sixers this year where you've got a superstar a seven footer who starts to kind of hit a wall and when i mean hit a wall i mean Embiid's injured and there's just only so much that he can do and we have game six tonight even if joel Embiid puts the team on his back i i just i mean they they blew that lead in philly i feel like the their time is done uh the on the bright side trevor we are going to get a game seven in the nets bucks uh, I, I feel like the Nets just kind of conceded last night. They're like, let's wait till we get back to Brooklyn. Maybe we get Kyrie back, but we can get Harden healthy. But uh, I am kind of I, I can get on you, get on your side that the Hawks are this year's Heat. They're, they're the young guns who are taking advantage of you know a, a funky. Back to back off seasons. No, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt. Doesn't help or hurt. I don't know which one it is. But then again, if I was any better in English, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you all this morning. I'd be actually doing fair. something fair in life. Yeah. Uh, that the East just is as it has been. There's someone thing that hasn't changed since the nineties. The East is not very good. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it hasn't been, and it can be fun. And I had this argument with a friend like before the playoffs, and it's hard for me to. He loves to throw it back to me. You admit you don't even watch this much anymore. Now, how can you sit there and talk? Because it's it's NBA basketball. I mean, I don't have to watch it constantly like I used to to, to still be able to know Just what's turn going on. Turn on the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I watched more Toronto and New York Yankees last night than I did the uh, basketball game. But 
It's God, the Blue Jays triple. You should have seen the triple play. They they hit themselves into in the first inning. I mean, it was just like a common Wait, bears, but they hit themselves into a triple play. Yeah. Like, oh you yeah. Oh, they you don't see that very triple. often. They they ran they ran more like they ran into it confusingly lost in the base pass between Simeon and Bobachet. But I won't I won't bore anybody at seven in the morning to, to break down of the Blue Jays Yankees game from yesterday to cause wrecks over from Gene Snyder. But uh the, the East has just always been it's all it's it's looks it, it's an illusion that it looks like it's gotten better because there's just no other than obviously the, the Nets went healthy especially. There's just there's no real parity. I mean, it's all parity over there because they all suck. I mean, they're yeah. just not as good as the West. It's not. It's. I mean, it's just plain and simple. And it's gonna. It can be fun to watch. It can be more competitive. But short of the Nets, I mean, do you really think Atlanta's gonna win a game against anybody left in the West? Do you think? I mean, I mean, hell, do you think the Sixers can win a game against maybe anybody? Maybe I guess. They could probably win a game, but are they really going to threaten anybody in the West? I mean, yeah, no. I mean the the Jazz don't no, exactly strike the guys fear coming God back out in me, but this yeah the 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 Sun yeah. <laughs> just bring Suns and four guy to every yeah. game, and he's better than whoever the Eastern Conference have. Which, by the way, uh, I, I we're kind of bouncing around. Here this morning on the Big X Sports Radio. Starting our day with a little NBA, but we're going to get to the text on later. You can share your thoughts. Tell Trevor to suck it at 502 414 1450. We also have a list of grievances you need to get to, but one person who has zero grievances is the Suns and Four guy. He actually, uh, De- Devin Booker was trying to find him. He said, Well, where's this guy at? And so they ended up uh, get- getting in talk with. Booker's reps, he got signed uh, a signed Booker jersey and tickets to the Western Conference Finals, and he's also become a celebrity of sorts. He was interviewed on all of the Barstool shows this week, and I, Trevor, I can't even think of a guy who I, I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time a guy got this famous for just a very impromptu moment. And I, I think the only one I can come up with is Ken Bone, who wore the red sweater at that presidential debate back in, I guess it was 2016. Yeah. And I he mean, got he got really famous for like a week, and then people found his search history, and it was like, oh, well, this guy's kind of a creep. But, yeah, this guy, the Sons and Four guy, he has blown up like uh, really unexpectedly. I mean, there's there's other examples. I mean, uh, someone became famous. I mean, I wouldn't say it positively, but Steve Bartman's one of them. I mean, he, just a moment of a quick moment of time, he became yeah, pretty famous yeah. and then stayed famous, was, whether he likes it or not. That was what, like O two? That's been twenty years or so. Yeah, that was not well, you know, that was later in O two, I think, wasn't it? No. It was in it was early two thousands. Yeah, I yeah, guess it was your Miami won the World Series, yeah. So it was in the two thousands. Um yeah, because the one the one of the two times they won the World Series and sold the team off the right next year, like like gangbusters. Um, I, the only thing that cracks me up about the Sons of Four guys, the, the, the being famous, being loved by, he, he did it for being a kind of a. I mean, I know he's it wasn't his fault, I guess, completely. Because I hadn't watched the whole video really, but for the most part, it's for being a jackass in public. I mean, it, it, he got in a fight. I mean, it's. 
I mean, he didn't pick the fight, though. You know, they always say finish the fight, don't start it. But, I mean, what are we really just kind of celebrating is the guy got in a a fight at a sporting event. I mean, wouldn't it? Nate, can you think that's that's the thing I want to think of? Can you can we name anyone else who's got? I mean, where's the love for the guy who got knocked out at the baseball game and went down like a sack of potatoes? Well, I mean, can we get that guy on Oprah or something? I mean, he deserves a little like a hug and a kiss or a cuddle or something. <laughs> I mean, where's where's that guy's you know Devin Booker jersey? I love that you say can we put that guy on Oprah, which I don't think <laughs> Oprah's been on TV for twenty years either. She has her own network now. She doesn't need to be on. Oh, so just put her on the. He'll just get an hour. Yeah, give her own show with you know on Lifetime or something. (laughs) You know, uh, instead of the movie, instead of the movie about the you know the the abused woman, we'll talk about the guy that got abused at the sporting event. It was also the fact that he was talking trash. It reminds me of the dude who uh, was talking trash to Nelson Aguilar after he say he was like the hero that. (laughs) He caught like a, a cat or a dog at, coming out of a burning building, and he was like, "Well, Nelson Aguilar would have dropped it." <laughs> First of all, he was he was catching a baby, like literally. It was a baby, okay. okay. Like human beings, and you just compared to this guy who just like randomly made a side tongue and cheek joke on the news after like catching human beings out of a burning building, like he's some kind of like Looney Tunes cartoon, and made a knock at Nelson Aguilar. To like the the you know the the guy gets in a drunk fight against two goobers yeah. in Jamal Murray jerseys and you know very similar. I, I think both doing God's work. One one at least earned the the, the 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 ability to give a knock at Nelson Aguilar. He didn't even do it like in the stadium. Like I mean, it was, the, got a jail there, was, there was also another guy who got famous. Uh, it, it was it was probably like seven or eight years ago. Uh, his name wasn't Charles Minor. Charles Minor's uh, Idris Elba's character. Well, names the are office, relevant but, in these stories because no, their name these people's names are, are, are don't matter because they're forgotten about I, five seconds later. I I only remember his name because he was on my former ex boss's show, and yeah. they auto tuned his interview after he found like a woman who had been in captivity for a bunch of years, and he. My favorite line was, uh, we eat ribs with this dude, but we didn't have a clue. <laughs> and uh, he also, the, 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 I know the song better. It's, it's dead giveaway is the auto tuned uh, version of the song. But it's great. But you don't know what this guy's even was famous for? It was because he found women who were being like held captive for years outside of Cleveland. Uh, and he was like, and you man, this should have been a dead giveaway. <laughs> and you mocked him? No, I mean, it was it was like, he was a hero. Yeah, he's like a walking he was just like, episode. He was like the Nelson Aguilar guy and Sons and Four guy, all heroes. Poor guy, the hero for, yeah, you know, I, I, I do stand corrected. I, I've always wanted to knock out uh, Jamal, Jamal Murray, too, so, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Next closest thing. I'm amazed Terry just, I mean, as, as someone who loves Jamal Murray as much as he does, just is, is, is wasn't upset about this. Just, I know it wasn't actually, obviously, everyone, maybe it wasn't really Jamal Murray out there wearing, <laughs> wearing doubles and, you know, looking like Fern Creek jersey style with no t shirt underneath. But no, no, it was, that wasn't really <laughs> Jamal Murray. That was just two dudes. Oh, I've never, I've never heard Fern Creek jersey style. Like, That's I wondered about that because I, I've, you, you said something about you, you accused me of lack of creativity earlier, which 
baffle me for Mr. Pro uniform in school here because he didn't want to be creative when he got dressed. Uh, <laughs> it just reminded me of like, because Justin's talked about being from the public schools of Southern Indiana, which don't want us in with those those losers over there, over in, Kentucky, in Northern Kentucky. Suck it. Uh, yeah, thank you. I just want to make sure you're still there. <laughs> the uh, we used to, I, that was one of my favorite things to wear was was the jerseys. I was I was way ahead of my time being the trendsetter that I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know the jersey phase, you know, was real late, you know, late, late early two thousands got really in, really hot, especially the throwback stuff. But I was big into the replica jerseys. But I never like I've never to this day been able like to like the etiquette of the t shirt underneath the basketball jersey. Like, do you go go T-shirt? Do you go no T-shirt? I've always gone shirt be just because mainly I don't have the body to go non-shirt. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have the body to go non-T-shirt in a well, football jersey or my, like, my hockey my hockey sweater, which, I you know, I do get those as well. So I like that you called it Fern Creek style, though, without <laughs> any undershirt. I've never heard that before. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I would say that it all depends on the setting. So if you're going to an outdoor event, it's perfect, perfectly, I think, almost expected to not wear an undershirt because that's just going to be hotter. Uh, jerseys are real popular in like the summer concert setting uh, yeah. or like a beach setting because, you know, it's, it's just like a tank top. Uh, but I think if, I'm, if I was going to wear a UK basketball jersey to a basketball game, which is played during the winter, I'm going to have an undershirt on just because, like, it's cold, you know? Like, I, I was wondering where you were going to go with this because you were like, it's okay to wear it to, like, play pickup basketball in or during stuff. And I was thinking, is, is the next level going to be like, but if when you go to a wedding, maybe you should wear a shirt underneath <laughs> it. Like, I, I was curious on where the etiquette of the T-shirt was going to adjust its way into the system. Yeah, I, I, I think in most that. cases, though, the – undershirt is probably a good idea because you know jerseys are made for people who are are in shape have muscles and most people are not in shape most people do not have muscles so uh yeah i i think it's safe to say that if you're caught wearing a jersey without an undershirt in public and you get punched in the face nobody is going to cry boo-hoo over you the the only other problem with the jerseys in in this I guess it's just coming from my own complaint. Is that no no other like clothing like puts your size right on the front of the the, the shirt? <laughs> like like, I, like everyone needs to see I'm wearing a fifty two. Like I, they they can tell I'm fat. They don't need to like it's seen on on the front next. To, also, like, what what the hell are those dumbass number system anyway? Like I, I have no idea what that means. Is I do it- like that too. Cause at least that hide. It's better just being like showing like the, a bunch of X's next to an L. I mean, like, oh, that's the guy who paid three dollars extra for his because he's got needs more material. Uh, Which, you know, it's, it's at least at least the numbers hides it better. I can like just pretend like it's just another version of the number. Like, so, the players. Now, now that we're we're on the jersey size because I and and, and sizes in general. There's a topic that came out yesterday that Trevor Kelsey. I cannot wait to to hear your opinion on. Um, I, I want to go to a break because this is one of these topics I wouldn't talk about with TJ, but with Trevor, I can just take the gloves off and let you go, buddy. Who, who knows where it's going to take us? Let's go to that break and, and, and really dive into some 
inappropriate discussions. How about that? Hey, don't. I don't, that's all good with me. I'll just tell you, if the FCC calls, I'll just say, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> it wasn't me, sir. I think I was getting up that early. I was, must have been TJ saying that stuff on the radio. Well, we're going to get to a break, and we'll be right back. Right here on Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Rouse, Trevor Roll Kelsey, call. and Justin King. When Clay Travis is talking about a subject that he's passionate about, it's entertaining. I don't always agree with him, but it's entertaining because he's smart. He knows what he's talking about, and, and he cares about the subject. He does not care about college basketball. He never has. He never will. So when he talks college basketball, you're better off just listening to your grandma's fart. Was that a fart? I don't know. I can taste it. On my tongue. Okay, I'll be honest with you, I did fart. Is that onion? Onion and... Onion and ketchup. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and this is Kelsey. Hanging out with you on a Friday morning. Get your weekend started by getting a little wacky here on the Big X Sports Radio. Uh, and I, I, I mentioned wacky because there's a pretty big hot button news topic out today that I don't think our sports talking friend, you know, he he's he is the sports talker. He doesn't like getting off the beaten path. But Trevor. You talked about the sizes of the jerseys, and yeah. it reminded me that, hey, in women's clothes, they never show, like, you can see a guy's size on the back of his jeans. You will not see that in a women's clothing line. And now you will no longer see Victoria's Secret Angels modeling their clothes. The Victoria's Secret Angels are done. Aww. It's been two years since they pulled the plug on the fashion show, and now... They are saying so long. We are moving to the VS Collective, where they've hired seven ambassadors that will be. Uh, they're known for their work in gender equality and body positivity, who represent a wider range of body types and sexual and gender identities. And the two biggest names on there are Megan Rapino, the soccer star. And actress Priyanka Chopra Jonas, so one of the Jonas's wives. Uh, Not a clue who these people are. It was the soccer players. That's the one who works with Subway and kicks balls into people's bones and switches it from burgers to, to subs. Yeah, yeah. She has okay. the pink hair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like um, Brady. So, I like Brady Chastain better. But go on. So. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> real timely reference. <laughs> I mean, well, it shows also, yeah, but tells you anything. <laughs> but uh the Victoria's Secret Angels, they are no more. And I can't think I I feel like Trevor, you were the guy who would get the catalog every year because you were a, a big weirdo and loved the Victoria's Secret Angels. 
I mean, yeah, I would be mad. I mean, we have the internet now, though, so we really don't need that magazine anymore. We're good. I mean, it's, you might as well retire them. I mean, I agree. I, but, but like, yeah, well, they're just going to use, like, two models, just the soccer girl and the, the, the person that you mentioned that I've never heard of and never will. Yeah, there's other ones, too. There's there's some plus size models in there. Uh, yeah, because nothing makes me want to buy sexy underwear than watching somebody with more rolls than they do. Yeah, that's that's what I want. That's what I want to see. Well, here's the thing though: is uh, I, I'm I'm actually glad you don't have some hotter take because the some of the the people on the internet you you'll never believe this the internet bunch of big weirdos. Oh mad no, people no, no, not the internet. <laughs> Like Reven, Megan Rapino, she's she's ripped. She's in great shape. Chicks got it. She was in like one of the swimsuit editions, uh, and people are like, "Oh, so people are really mad that she's going to be uh, an underwear model." It was very bizarre, but it was a very, uh, it was one of those weird kind of internet topics. If you stumbled down that rabbit hole yesterday, it would take you to some weird places. So uh, I mean, I figured it was worth covering here on KRC to hear the big guy's opinion on the matter. I mean, it's just the, I mean, the purpose of, I mean, come on. I mean, we no one ever thought like the, the, the Tracy Grangels were, were, you know, there to sell, actual sell the underwear. I mean, I mean, no one actually believed that, I don't think. So, I mean, and, and, and the use, he's that term, very fast, I'm playing fast and loose with that term. The use yeah. of uh, the magazine has kind of gone the way of the dodo bird. I mean, it's just, it's just there's no need for it anymore. I mean, you can just actually just let's just actually just show pictures of the underwear because now we are just actually selling it. I mean, like I said, there's so many other avenues to go down, and and for and if you're upset just because, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know who I, I, I can only speak to the soccer girl because someone I can I, I can picture it in my head. I mean, not, I mean, I don't, not that bad. I mean, it's just, I mean, yeah, well, it's like it's like the, what your your typical Victoria's but no, but I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I. I I wouldn't turn her down. I mean, not that that like puts her like in. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't like put her like in like a pedestal of like selective company. I mean, the ma- I mean, I, I turn people down like like Capital One turns down a you know a credit route. I mean, they give them out. I mean, that's. But but yeah, I mean, that's, I don't think it's too bad. I say go for it. Uh, put, put her in a swimsuit. I uh, I do just think all of this is the the reason behind all of this is because the people who had watched the fashion show were like other women. Who would just? Oh my gosh! How how do they do that? The the the, the other women. I, I just remember girls in college just being like, "Gosh, to be like them, blah blah blah." And they're, hey, we're trying to get away from that. We're trying to not have uh, people Why? starve themselves to be bean poles. And so I'm all for that. I appreciate that sentiment. You go, Victoria's Secret. You're doing it. Oh, whatever. They just want to sell underwear. I mean, I, I, no, no one's. I mean, what, I don't know. I mean, that that you know what? That's a good. That's a good way. We can just leave it at that, Trevor. We can just leave. Yeah, it right I there. Really don't have a hot take because there's just it's. I, I would if you'd have told me this happened five years ago, I'd have been like, "Why wow, I missed it." I mean, yeah, I even yeah, know. that's true. It's not on Trevor Kelsey's radar. It's just and not. It's, you know, you know what else isn't on your radar, Trevor? Is the U.S. Open, and this is where. Our friend right. Justin Kalen comes in. Suck it, Trevor, because we've got to mention no, no, the wait national hold on, hold championship. On. I haven't been on this show since after Louisville got screwed by the NCAA tournament. And, yes, they did. 
and 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 you, and, and so you got me for two hours, or you know, an hour forty-eight or whatever it is. <laughs> but you got me for 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 a good amount of time. You're gonna wait. I mean, you're gonna waste on U.S. golf talk. Yeah, really. We, it's, it's the national championship. It is one of the big four majors there, Trevor. Yeah, and we we have like four eight shows a year. We get to actually talk about this, Trevor. Damn it, give me five minutes to talk with my pal Justin Kalen about what's happening at Tory Pines. Why don't you go take a smoke break, buddy? I'm have a- you had your morning cigarette? You sound a little grumpy. <laughs> I'm gonna go look up the new Victoria's Secret Angels. You talk about golf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Now that you know, the adults are in the room. So uh, I have this theory about majors that I should have listened to when I was making my picks, but I it's it further solidified yesterday that in pretty much any one of these majors, you can flip a coin, either Oosthuizen or Molinari, and one of them is going to be in contention throughout the weekend. And this year, we've got the exception where both of them are. Oosthuizen's at four under and Molinari's at three under. I feel like my theory, though, isn't that off base because I think each one was top 10 in the last two with Molin or no. I, I, and here's the bad thing, too. I get them mixed up because they're foreign guys who aren't British. So I can't remember which one finished second in the Masters this year. I think it was Oosthuizen. I get them mixed up too. Don't feel bad. Yeah, it, is, Greg, it, is Greg Norman still playing? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Louie that finished second, Nick. Um, That's not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I might want to tell you to slow your roll a little bit about being in contention, just because it was day one yesterday. Um, That's true. So maybe they may not be there on Sunday, but yeah, those those two guys are always. I, I agree with you that they always play well and they always have their name on the leaderboard. It's day one. Why are we talking? And they about always this? play well. Oh, just, just Trevor, <laughs> suck it, buddy. I will just suck it. Now, uh, part of it too is they didn't finish their round yesterday. Fog delayed the start, so you know Louis got some holes to finish today. But I think it's because it, they get good value, Justin, because they don't really win other tournaments. They aren't ranked very high, but they're always in contention in majors. So yeah, uh, that's one of my big takeaways and also did you see rory's chip in i did not know heard about it didn't see it yet i was watching live and it's one thing to see the highlights it's another thing to just see it happen as it's happening man so awesome just dunked it from about 75 out i was a pretty big fan of this whole golf tournament on the west coast i mean i woke up from a nap at like noon i think it was and golf still wasn't on i was like what in the hell this is kind of awesome so it, I, I think it had just started i want to say maybe at noon but yeah it was it was fun watching it during the afternoon and throughout the night last night man the the night golf is the best it really is and then to have it on father's day too so you can have some father's day kind of activities and when you take your father's day nap this year it's not going to be during like the the the, the backstretch of holes where it's crunch time. You're not going to miss any action. You just get a little net snooze in around two or three o'clock. It's the guys who are playing early in the day, and the, you know the 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 leaders. You'll have plenty of time to watch them. You won't miss it. I oh, just absolutely loving the U.S. Open. Uh, X going to give it to you. Let's do this, Xander. 
hometown guy. Let's make it happen. That was a great pick. Great pick. Ah, love it. Absolutely love it. Suck it, luck it. Patrick Reed, get the hell off my lawn. Uh, we need to get to a break. Right, but... Real quick, real quick, Nick, you mentioned night golf. My only experience in night golf is anything like the scene in Bagger Vance where they all pull their cars and turn their headlights on? Uh, it's not. Uh, I thought wow. you, actually, I'm surprised that you didn't. Uh, bring up Billy Gillespie night golf. That's what I always think of. For the night golf. <laughs> I forgot that's what his excuse. Yeah. I mean, that's the last thing you can come up with is I'm playing night golf. Well, you know, it was it was dark out. Maybe he was playing golf and then just stayed at the clubhouse for four hours. And, you know. <laughs> he found his way there. Because one time, that was in the middle of the night, wasn't it? <laughs> he got pulled over. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, um... It was in the middle of the night, and he blamed golf for it. Oh, Billy G. Poor, poor Billy G. We're going to get to a break, but I need to remind you, folks, I know it might be a little late to get that Big X Sports Radio golf card by Sunday, but you should still get this amazing deal where you're paying, I don't know, $18 a round for cart green seas, and at a lot of places, they give you a bucket of range balls beforehand. And you're playing the nicest courses in Southern Indiana. Chariot Run, Old Capital, uh, it, Jeff Elks. I always it's it's Elk Run, but Justin calls it Jeff Jeff Elks. The best courses around, eighteen bucks around. You're getting half off golf. Do it now, get it for Dad, and go enjoy your time out with the Big Exports Radio Golf Card. Hit up that link on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook to activate this deal today. I got one. I don't even play golf. I just, I mean, I was like, what, for 18 bucks? I can, I, I, you get there. Go let me in the clubhouse. You're going to let me on, on the grounds. I'll buy it for yeah. you for $45, Trevor. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I'm using it to get, get, you know, get in, get my foot in the door with, uh, you know, the, the upper echelons, the who's, who's the people. I got to find one who's, oh, you got, got a network. daughter with no standards. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Trevor, suck it. We're going to get to a break. When we come back, we'll we'll get to that text line, 502-414-1450. And uh, Trevor's going to tell us to suck it. We'll be right back. Kentucky Roll Call. I have a question for you real quick, Mr. S. I was actually mean to ask you, what did you exactly think of my demo? Like, did you get it? Did you get it? Oh, no. I was going to listen to that, but then um, I just carried on living my life. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Having a fun Friday here with Trevor Kelsey. And Justin Kalen on the Big X Sports Radio. And I can't think of a better way to start my day than by enjoying a good hearty meal from Salsaritas. The wildly addictive chips, the, the, the super hot salsa. The, the two locations in Louisville, by far the best you'll find. There's one in Middletown and one on, in St. Matthews on Hubbard's Lane. But I actually... The last time I was in your neck of the woods, Trevor, in North Carolina, that was a place we, we were going to go to a Chick-fil-A and like one of those, it was kind of like a food court, 
but right next to the Chick-fil-A with Salsaritas, it was like, skirt. I'm going to Salsaritas because that, ah, oh, so good. I just, you, you can't turn it down. I, I, my only complaint is not everyone has drive through. Like, but I, I drive to Middletown to get the Jesus drive through Salsaritas. Yes. I, you know, you know, I, you could also just place your order ahead and just get up out of your car and just grab the bag and go right back into your car. Do you realize where you lost me in this scenario? You need a hint. It's the part where I got out of the car. If I'm getting out of the car, it's to go into the home. Uh, I I don't I don't know what's. It's more an indictment of my laziness to drive to Middletown either drive through or my love of Salfridas to drive to Middletown to get Salfridas. And for those that just are curious, I don't live in Middletown. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like it takes about 20, 15, 20 minutes at least. It depends on what time you go. But you know what? It's worth it because Salsaritas oh, yeah. is it's simply the best. Um would, would it be like would you would you look down on me? And what would you do because you're actually taller than me, which is weird. But would you look down on me like literally if I uh if I told you I took some salsaritas from the big X party and like hit it in my car while you and so I could take home with me? No. Uh that that <laughs> sounds like something I would do. In like a, at a younger age, um, <laughs> is that a knock on me? Because you know I'm older than you. <laughs> well, you know you're just a big kid. That I am. I am. I, so, I'm a Toys R Us kid. I didn't want to grow up, even when they went right. bankrupt. Right, right. But you know, I, uh, I mean, it's that good. And if they were, they were going to have to get rid of it somehow. You know, there, there was so, there was just so many chips there. Somebody's got to eat them. Might as well be the big guy. I think I told this story. I know I've told it to TJ at least, and I may have said it to you before about my uh, my running into uh, Jurich and, and and company in the elevator in Memphis with the with with the, at the Memphis Louisville game. I guess I want to say it was during Crackdorp's year, so uh, 2008 roughly. I went down to Memphis to watch to cut as as media, the big you know Big J journalist. I am getting there late, obviously, because I got lost on the way to Memphis. We tell another story for another day. Damn Amish people got me late, but uh, they they serve like rendezvous barbecue. Not not to you know go away from salt, the love of salt but they serve a great barbecue at the Memphis game. There's no reason to go cover Memphis. I think it's the only reason that anybody ever actually covers Memphis sports and anything. To so get the barbecue and go yeah. watch the Ducks walk at the Peabody. And, yeah, yeah, and then if, you know, and then the ducks that don't make it across, throw a little barbecue sauce on it, and boom, you got you got some second second helping. But the uh, I as I was leaving the game, I uh, I just like he was like screw it. I mean, I think Louisville actually won that game. I'm, I'm not mistaken. Trent Guy had like a kick return for a touchdown, but I just started just like taking leftovers from the game and leaving with it. <laughs> and if you've ever been to like if you've ever been to Liberty Bowl. Oh, only, it's not it's not a new stadium. No, and there's two elevators and only one has ever worked in my entire time ever going. I've been to like five or six games there as is in a you know covering games is, is for, for media. And, and, and like the other, there's two elevators and one of them's never worked. It's like the elevator in Big Bang Theory, it just it's just constantly been broken for decades. Oh gosh. But, Big Bang Theory, really? Yeah, I went with that reference, I know. So uh but I'm Sad. coming down the elevator and like you know, I'm sitting there, I mean, look just looking like Looking like the goober who like broke into like the the the, the media room just to get free food. I'm carrying I'm carrying like two two large drinks I've made to take with me, 
I've got like four sandwiches. I've got side items and like a bag. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I, I am just the biggest nerd looking nerd ever. And the elevator goes down one floor and it stops and opens up and here comes Tom Jurich. And uh, I can't remember. I think he was, my, he wasn't with Kenny, I don't think, but I, it could have been. I just remember Jurich is the look he gave me. I'm thinking, well, we, we lose our credentials. It won't be just for me talking smack about Cragthorpe tomorrow on the radio. It's going to be for, for this situation right here. I love, too, that you went to great lengths when, I mean, Louisville in their own right has a pretty good media setup. So that you were just there for the food, for all of it, right? This is really, how you yeah. got into media. You clearly got in for the free food. Uh, yeah, it's not for the pay. That's for damn sure. <laughs> free food and the lack of drug tests. I mean, tickets and food. That's the only reason I got into this business. Because I got tired of buying my own food and I got tired of paying for tickets. So I was like, I'm just going to become a media. I'm just going to like claim media member. Oh, that's I, that's pretty rich. Yeah, if I was rich, I wouldn't be doing this crap. Oh, bada boom, <laughs> zing. Uh, yeah, and you did play the drop with the If I Had a Million Dollars the other day. Man, such a great song. Uh, very catchy, yeah. Also, forgot the lotto tickets on Wednesday, guys. So we're doubling up Friday, Saturday. We're going to win one of them. Mega Millions or Powerball. Just you wait, fellas. Is there a limit on uh, how long you can wait before you scan a ticket to see if it won? Because I have dozens and dozens of like unlooked at tickets in my drawer at my house. No, no, no. Yeah, you can. Uh, it, there's no statute of limitations. I think there is on scratchers, but not Powerball. Well, the problem so, is you're good. Some, some of them have faded to the point where it won't scan. Like the the the, the, the barcode is like faded away. Well, you're done, buddy. We could have been millionaires, and you just threw it down the toilet. So wonder, wouldn't they notify you? Don't they like put that stuff out in the paper? Like don't they hell no. Hell Come on, no. you think hey. they want to give away their money? You're right. I thought they put that on. Like don't don't but they don't the lottery company knows like when someone's won, so they'll be like, we've had a winner and like blah blah, you know you know, so-and-so region, you know. But they'll, you, they'll do that for, like, the super, if somebody hits, like, the $400 million one. They won't do that for just a, a casual winner. So. Well, I mean, that's just, that's that's BS. When they should, like, contact or them. Or just, Trevor, don't be lazy. You have an app on your phone that will literally scan it all. You don't have to get out of your car. You're asking the guy who's trying to buy lottery tickets to make money to retire not be lazy. Do you not get the irony in that statement? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I want to get to a text message or two before we get to the top out of the okay. hour break. As TJ reminded our listeners, we read texts that you send into the show at 502-414-1450. One text reminds us, remember that wacky time when Ben Simmons was at LSU and everyone was giving him LeBron comparisons? <laughs> you love to see it. I don't. I don't know if I remember the LeBron comparisons per se, I but I do remember them really hyping him up as a triple-double machine, future number one overall pick, and ESPN just salivating at every chance they could to broadcast that terrible LSU team's games. Is Vincent still relevant? Yeah, he is. He's, I mean, just not just, a, I... he's not a good scorer, you know. He just can't really shoot or dribble or do anything. He can yeah. dribble, <laughs> he just can't shoot. <laughs> Yeah, it's only basketball. What's fairly, fairly important part of the game of basketball. But at, when you look back in hindsight, though, that team that Johnny Jones had, 
they actually were really talented. Like they had Scholar Mays on there. They had some good players. There's no excuse that they should have been bad at basketball. It's LSU. I mean, this is the same program who once had Chris Jackson and Shaquille O'Neal and lost Rick Pitino, who had Doug, who had Darren Feldhouse guarding Shaq and Jamel Martinez guarding Shaq, and they won. Okay. Yeah, you, I mean, do for, you also got to mention, too, Stanley Roberts. Yeah. Like yeah, they, Stanley Roberts was on that team. I mean, before he ate his way out of the NBA, he was a, he was a solid player. I mean, it's yeah, that, that's that. Yeah, it's LSU. I mean, they are just LSU is known. Is, there's two things you are for certain about LSU basketball. Let's just say basketball because you don't want to lump the football team there with them. Uh, the lump of some of those goobers. But the basketball team is they're going to only do well when they're not expected to do well. The the closest they've come to being good when they were supposed to be good was the the four C team with like him was a Stromile Swift that went to the Final Four. Was was Swift on that team? I can't remember the 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 one that maybe that, they also had the the big baby team that with um, the Tyrus Thomas that went to that's what I'm thinking of Tyrus Thomas. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm thinking of Tyrus Thomas. Not but, I, was, but, I was getting my my long linky guys who block shots and can't shoot the ball mixed up. Oh wait a minute, that's uh, not Ben Simmons. There's actually uh, I'm going to Justin, hold your breath. I'm going to give Bobby Knight a compliment. Ooh, good. One of, one, of, one of the best Bobby Knight quotes out there. Uh, it was after Indiana defeated LSU in the Sweet 16. And LSU was leading the whole game. And when asked after the game, did you ever, you know, fear that you all were gonna gonna lose? And he said, you know what? We were we were down the whole game and there was only a few minutes left. We didn't have much time to come back, but I looked over to the other sideline and I saw Dale Brown sitting there, and I knew we could win that basketball game. Oh, Bobby Knight. I know a lot of people. It's I don't care how popular it is, Justin. I'm with you. I'm a Bobby Knight guy. And it's, not oh, just I, it's not just because I have a great T-shirt with a, with a hand drawn on the neck on the back of the shirt that says, I survived Bobby Cam's, Bobby Knight's basketball camp. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> but here, here I, I want to I list some of the people on Ben Simmons' team. Like This was a team that had Ben Simmons, Antonio Blakeney, Tim Quarterman, who is a pretty solid player for him, averaged 11 points a game that year. Victor Victor was the guy, not Mays. Mays is younger. Victor was the other guy who was a okay forward. Uh, he scored 11 points a game. He was a, uh, a, a top 40 recruit. They have three top 40 recruits. And then Hornsby, who Keith Hornsby, his dad was an 80s musician. He scored 13 points a game. And yet this team still only won what? 19 and 14, 11 and 7, didn't go to the NCAA tournament. They were terrible. And I was actually on the floor at the SEC tournament when they lost. And it was just Johnny Jones, what a terrible basketball coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do listen, I, 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 you're, You got a better chance to be defending Bobby Knight than, than Johnny Jones at this point. And we made that. We did that in this segment. But now our one is done. We're going to take a break, come back, and Trevor Kelsey, he's got he's he's got some things he's fired up about. He's we going to tell it. us to suck it. We made and a whole hour no Luke McCaffrey bring up. Oh, crap, what'd I do that for? Oh, <laughs> you did it. You you did it yourself. Uh, we also got some recruiting to talk about. Big basketball recruiting weekend coming up. We'll have so much more on the other side of the break. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big Call. X Sports Radio. 
you say over? I ain't heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back into hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, joined by Trevor Kelsey while TJ Walker voyages out on a weekend getaway to the Northeast United States. But we're having fun here on KRC, talking a little ball uh, and, and telling you about our buddy at Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Bobby Cook, he's the man. He knows what's wrong with your golf swing, and he can fix it in a jiffy at his wonderful facility in southern Indiana, right off exit four. It's a short drive from anywhere in Kentuckiana area, and the lessons, the the rates, you won't find them anywhere better. Uh, So give Bobby a call today at 812-913-4415. And if you're not getting lessons, you can still go and hit the virtual driving range you can play a virtual 18 if it's a little too toasty outside. You can do it all in his state-of-the-art simulators. Just book online at bobbycookgolfacademy.com or give him a call at that number, 812-913-4415 at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Trevor? That place is cool, by the way. I, I, mean, I, I think I've established that I don't have any interest in golf. Yeah, but uh, even you can admit when a place is awesome. Yeah, that place is awesome. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I may or may not have broken the machine on my one swing because it was so great. Mm-hmm. Oh, so great! Yeah, that's what yeah. It was. But uh, but yeah, I, I, I did that. That's I did love it. But that, that's that's the kind of that, when I get my lottery money, like I've designed the the basement, which is mm-hmm. like the size of Rhode Island right now that I've designed in my new house. Uh, with all the stuff I have down there, like I'm gonna have like the dual bowling lanes, my own private bowling lanes, like in Kingpin, another mm-hmm. uh, Farley Brothers movie reference, and uh, and I'm gonna have like the the Bobby Cook, uh, like similar down there. I mean, hell, if I went up yeah. the lottery, I might just put Bobby Cook down there too. Oh man, uh, that would be a big waste of space, but I would use it because I mean, you're not. I know you're not going to be actually call. No, I'm gonna, I would come over and use yeah. it. Yeah, um, come on over, hang out. I mean, somebody's got to hang out, Bobby Cook. And like I said, I'm gonna put him in my basement. <laughs> um, so uh, you've got some grievances, but first, I want to tell folks that this weekend you're going to be getting a ton of recruiting updates. of the year. Uh, it's Friday through Sunday. Typically, we don't get these. We would get one or two in May, and then we would have that that month of July at the Peach Jam and various other events. So it's a little bit different this year. And in doing so, teams aren't playing for AAU teams. A lot of guys are playing for their high schools right now. What? So, yeah, well, in the state of Kentucky – June was all was the only month you could play with your high school team, so nobody played AU in June, and that that's what makes this tournament this weekend at Collins High School in Shelbyville. They got sixty four teams at this event. Uh, it's at Collins High School, Shelby Christian Church, Shelby County Middle School, and a couple other places. But the all of the state's biggest players are going to be there. 
And Kentucky has at least four guys ranked in the top 120 in that rising junior class. And there's a couple really talented seniors to be. So Reed Shepard is going to be there for North Oil. Caleb Glenn uh, for Trevor's second school, male. Yeah, uh, that is, yeah. Yeah, he's a really talented player. George Washington, the third, not, not, no, Trevor, not the guy with the wooden teeth. George Washington, the third, he plays for Cal. He's a top uh, 150 player uh, who's kind of rising through the ranks uh, in that junior class. John McCreer, who plays for Lexcath, that's Vince Merrow's nephew, who's a 6'8 guy, got an offer from Joel Justice on that first day of the opening recruiting period. And then the two kids from Bauer, Maker Bar and Gabe Sis, they're going to play college basketball. So there's going to be good basketball in the state of Kentucky with high Division One recruits. I would expect that one UK assistant will show up to watch some of these guys. Uh, they're also going to be flying all over the country watching people play. And they, they're hosting an official visitor this weekend, Chris Livingston, who Currently, he's got some predictions for Memphis right now, but he's officially visiting Kentucky this weekend. That's why I expect some assistance for some UK assistance just to go to Collins because it's less travel and they can still see some guys while hosting an official visitor. So, very, very busy weekend for Orlando and Tigo and Coleman and the rest of John Calipari's staff. No, it's also, like a busy weekend for, Matt, weekend for Kentucky football recruiting. No, 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 no. Mac, Mac, Mac can suck it. But Kentucky football, they're going to have four official visitors as well. Uh, one of them is Ryan Bear, who didn't pick up an Ohio State offer. He's an offensive lineman. Didn't get Ohio State offer at a camp earlier this summer. So now people think it's between Kentucky and Virginia. You've also got Daughtry Richardson, who... We, I, I'm not going to lie, I think I wrote a post that he was committing, and he ended up, he was a little hesitant. He got trigger shy back in January. Uh, Florida State's hired on the trail, but I, I, it's really between Kentucky and Florida State. So this this visit this weekend will either push it, I think it, it can help push him one way or the other, and they'll be joined by a couple of UK commits, Alex Afari and Travion Longmire. So, the busy recruiting, recruiting never stops this month of June, uh, especially on the basketball forefront this weekend because it's been so long since we've had, ooh, John Calipari is watching so-and-so play. We haven't been able to have those tweets in 18 months, so that'll be a fun thing to keep an eye on this weekend. Yeah, I've missed those tweets. I really have. My, my life has been empty without them. Should be. Uh, of, of the class you just mentioned, I want to go back to the basketball because it's I mean, you, you rattled off names, I mean, I, and, you, and you said, I guess they're all, and I don't follow recruiting that, that well, even though I did recognize a couple of the names you mentioned, especially George Washington, you know, being the father of the country and everything. But the, uh, right, right. Is he, this is all like all of the same class. These kids are all that come out of the same. For the Four of part. them are. So, I mean, where in, does that rank? The, I didn't mean to drop it because the reason I bring it up is because. I mean, basketball, high school production of basketball talent in the state of Kentucky has been steadily going down the last 25 years. It still is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> oh, no, Justin, I'm, listen, I'm not even going to, like, get – like, to talk to you. You're an Indiana guy. Like, we're not even in the same league, okay? that's Oh, no. It's not, not, even, not, close. It's not even close. Like, in, 
Indiana throws away prospects that would dominate high school basketball. I think I think the All Star series between Indiana and Kentucky is like twenty seven to three. Yeah, I mean, it's, if it's that, I mean, so I'm not in the last yet. few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Kentucky, <laughs> and it's not, and it's not all. I don't think it's it's a mixture of many things, but you know, one of them is that you know, no one plays. And this is why I was shocked that you said that I made that comment earlier about the high school basketball. No one really plays high school basketball anymore. I mean, you, I mean, how, when's the last? You talk about like the, the 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 top prospects almost each and every year. I mean, I hear you and TJ talking about their AAU coach and, and their their summer league, and and you ask what high school they go to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's, why why would you care? Because no one plays. Everybody doesn't. I mean, play, no they, they play basketball. high school basketball. No, they don't. But they, they pretend they do. They typically will like leave to go. to – they all played high school basketball, Trevor. That's just being ridiculous. But the high school basketball in the state has gotten worse, so kids will look to go to prep school or they'll transfer out. Uh, you're also saying this while some of your best players have come from uh, at Louisville have come from uh, high school in Kentucky. So, buddy, you just need to take out one big suck it and suck it. Terrible, terrible argument. But your overall point that, oh, wow, Kentucky has really high-ranked basketball recruits, that's rare. That is correct. So I actually... The Rivals rankings came out this week, and Reed Shepard is ranked 39th in the country. Caleb Glenn is 66, and George Washington III is 83rd. So, uh, yeah, the three top 100 players in one class, that hasn't happened in a long time in the state of Kentucky. Uh, I'm trying to see quickly. I can't do a quick scroll for Indiana. Um but I would think, uh, let's see, quickly, quickly. Uh, I would think that they have more, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I would think that they have more. Uh, yeah, but you, so your point is correct, Trevor. That is a very talented class. Uh, I know one of the guys from Indiana, too, Kentucky's recruiting. I think Jalen Hooks is his name uh, from Cathedral. That sounds right. Uh, but... So yeah, it's good to have it's good to have good players in the state of Kentucky in that junior class. And McCreer, he's not even involved. He's kind of he'll probably move up the rankings as he gets to play some more summer ball and whatnot. But um, something to keep an eye on this weekend. Something to keep in mind uh, as we really crank things up a notch. But Trevor, we've waited long enough. You've been listening from afar, just hearing us talk about how terrible the city of Philadelphia is. Philadelphia sports fans are the worst. Uh, you've got Nick Mullins, so best Nick to ever play quarterback for the Eagles. Uh, and just probably many things. Uh, oh, yeah, and by the way, Scott Satterfield's team is an abomination to football because players are leaving without even wanting to stay for more than a week. That's how long it takes to know that that place is a garbage piece of crap is a week. That's that's how long it takes for somebody to realize that Louisville football is going underwater. Trevor, speak your piece. Oh God, I swear we've talked more. You you all have talked more about Luke McCaffrey on this show than he actually spent time in Louisville. I mean, it's it's yeah, yeah I'm we could see Nick Space on the, the video check because he's rolled his eyes like, well, I think we have. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he did the math there. I think he he did it quickly and said to go. I think he, he might be right. Yeah, might be right. Yeah, could we be. have to talk about. Uh, I I don't know where to uh, I don't know where to begin. A yes, it's been it hasn't been pretty, and uh, it's 
it has seemed like a total cluster. But with the Luke stuff, it's been aggravating me. Is just that I mean, and I said this in the text the other day, and you couldn't read it to save your life. It was you just stumbling over your own words and or my words, I guess. Oh, it's you, probably and, bad English. And you couldn't. No, it was it was good English, at least for the state of mind I was in when I wrote it. It made total sense. It made total perfect sense. I just don't understand. Like, like I, I get it, you can make a joke, but let's just like little fans don't act like like Luke McCaffrey's gonna come in and be like some savior. I mean, the guy didn't he end up going to Rice, and that where he ended up ended, ended up Nick. Yeah, and that's their head coach was Christian's offensive coordinator at Stanford. So there's okay. a family connection there. Oh, so you're telling me? Okay, this this proves my point again that that you know little fans. They were excited about him maybe coming here just because his name was McCaffrey. That's like being pumped that you got a Jackson and it wasn't Michaels, Tito. I mean, that, that's pretty much what you ended up with, with with Luke. I mean, and you look at his brothers. I think it's Dylan is it, that went to Michigan and sucked at Michigan. Where'd he go? He went to Northeast Southwest Colorado State where Ed, his father, is coaching. I mean, so, I mean, obviously. And that guy did make it to the league, though. So Dylan McCaffrey? Uh, or no, excuse me, Max. There's so many McCaffrey brothers. There's like seven of them. Yeah, and only one's any good. Okay, this and you know what? I, I will. I will at least. McCaffrey sucked. He sucked at Nebraska. He was gonna suck. He, and I don't. Endless. I don't know. You, this, you, I don't know about him. Other than he's not any good at football. I don't know what his mindset was. But if he came here, thinking I'm just gonna show up here and I'm gonna play right away because this is Louisville. I'm a McCaffrey. I was at Nebraska. Well then, yeah. I mean, go away. Go go to Rice. That's probably more where you need to go. No, no offense to Rice. I, I love Bert Emanuel. They had helmets that were like the Eagles, with the, the the you know the wing on the side. But go there because that's a place you can go and probably See, play right away. Not the yeah, Louisville's quarterback situation. I'll let you get in here in a second. Tr- no, no, no. Just let me rebuttal that quickly because, like, for whatever reason, Mangus and that whole crew has said that that was the reason why McCaffrey left. And people are just taking that hook, line, sinker. That's the dumbest rationale ever. Like, I'm just going to walk in and start. He knew that there was a two-year starter there. This isn't news that Mikhail Malik, I mean, he was probably confused which name he was being called. But he knew that Cunningham was there. I I think, like, walking in and acting like he was just going to be the starter is silly. Uh, And – uh, so while that point may be silly, I will at least give you credit, Trevor. You never thought he was any good from the get-go. No. Uh, so you you have remained consistent throughout this time that Luke Caffrey, McCaffrey does, in fact, stink. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be, as a Louisville fan, I mean, you can appreciate this. I mean, you thought some kid from Troy was going to be your savior quarterback, and I still don't remember his name, where he ended up. But, oh, Sawyer Smith. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I'd listen to you all talk about that kid as if he was the next coming of Joe Montana because he had like three good games at Troy. Uh, look, <laughs> Captain, <laughs> I mean, he didn't have three good games at Nebraska. If he did, they would have won three games. Uh, I mean, I'm, I had optimism. I mean, yeah, I mean, did I think Luke McCaffrey coming here was going to be like the quarterback savior of, of Louisville, which is as a long and proud tradition of great quarterbacks in, in the school? especially over the last 30 years? No. I mean, I thought at best he could give competition to Malik or Mikhail, whichever one he is that week. And because Cunningham's not any good. He's not a – in the quarterback situation is a dumpster fire. And he's obviously going to have – he'd be a nice option to at least give a chance to. But I didn't right, expect you- him to be – I didn't expect him to – listen, if you expected him to come in and play, 
and be good and make Louisville good, then you know what? You didn't. He would have if he was if he was that good. He would have stayed at Nebraska. They would have won. He wouldn't have been benched for Adrian Martinez seven times over the last two years. I think one of the times Martinez had a broken ankle, and they were like, "Yeah, go out there anyway." You know, we don't care. It's fine. We're on the option, coach. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're still better than Luke. I mean, that's well, just then. Then you, you know what? You know that's. I, I don't want to tell you. I mean, well, you can be optimistic, I, but don't be delusional. It, it was one of those things that you could have told yourself, "Hey, this is a, not Evan Conley who's going to come in if Cunningham gets hurt." And you know what? You can just blame Scott Frost for his awfulness. You could have convinced yourself of that. Instead, now it's just you have two quarterbacks. You still need 17 players to your team, Trevor. You've got your recruiting coordinator leaving. Have you? Has your ship sailed on Scott Satterfield? Do you at least see that? You, are you pressing the panic button? No. I, I, he has the season to prove himself. I, I defended him even last year to a degree. When I watched this team play last year, you know, I, I felt bad because – this team could have been and should have been better, but Satterfield can only do so much. You can only tell it, draw up a play, tell the kids how to run the play, but you can't make Mikhail actually give throw the ball to the right team or hold on to the ball. I mean, he turns the ball over one every four possessions or one every four plays. I mean, Trevor, the, the turnovers were massive last year. Hey, just because you had a good year for the first time in 50 years and now you don't chime in on this one. There. No, I was just going to say, you sound like me with Indiana basketball. It wasn't. It wasn't Archie's fault. He he wasn't the one shooting the free throws. Oh. He wasn't one turning the ball. That's, you sound exactly like you know, me when it comes to Archie Miller with Scott Satterfield. First of all, and, and you know what? If Louisville sucks, then this year and he is. I don't want to say on a hot seat, but his job is. You know, there there's no free range here. But there's a there's a big difference in watching Tutu Atwell be thirty yards past the defense, wide open, just to watch the ball sail twenty yards past him. Okay, I mean, they're, they're opposed to, you know, Archie Miller, whose team is just dribbling around like a bunch of doofuses at halftime trying to, you know, figure out what to win a ice cream cone contest or something. I mean, they're just, I don't know, just, no, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're apples and oranges, buddy. Apples sounds, oranges. sounds a lot like Indiana basketball to me. Irrelevant, one might say. <laughs> I mean, if we, at least Indiana's basketball's got some national titles. You got to admit that if, like, if so, if Satterfield doesn't go to a bowl game, he's fired, right? He uh, should be fired, right? That's simple and black and white. No, no, what? no, no, Trevor. You got to have a take, have a backbone, buddy. If if Scott Satterfield does not go to a bowl game this year, do you want him back as your coach, or should he be kicked to the curb? I refuse to answer. It's not that simple. Oh, you're so. It come is on. that simple. It is. No, it's that, not. Yeah, yes, it is. He's either a good coach or he's not. That's in it. A, year three. If you got progressively worse year after year, it's time to go. If you can't win six games in a bad ACC, I, I don't know what to expect this year, though, because I don't know what's left in the cupboard. I mean, I there, you, you do have to. He hasn't worry. recruited anybody. <laughs> what about the, the receiver that we stole from you all? What about him? I mean, yeah, he's it, your best player this year, and he maybe. even by Kentucky receiver standards, he wouldn't have played. <laughs> like that's that's who you all are billing as your next part of the offense. 
I mean, Louisville had two receivers taken in the top four pick, a top four round in the last NFL draft. It just amazes me. Uh, yeah, and you couldn't do well, it. Well, I just amazes me if Fitzpatrick got drafted at all, let alone in the, like the fourth round. But that's Carolina for you. Um, no, I just, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say no because, I mean, what if he goes like six and six? And I don't even have, I don't have the schedule in front of me. But yeah, if all you right. go. You win six games with what I expect to see on the field in terms of talent, and he is to blame for maybe the lack of talent being able to come in. Yeah, I would say so. Well, but but oh, that coordinator went to Georgia, which, by the way, like where where's the positive spin on that? Like, if Georgia steals your recruiting quarter, shouldn't you, as a fan base, at the on Louisville's level or Kentucky's level for that matter, be like, yeah, yeah, that's how good yeah, he must be. Yeah, you know. I mean, what were we bringing in to make Georgia think this guy needed like to be promoted? Well, he was at Florida previously, so they just ignored his last few months at Louisville. Trevor, let me rephrase the Satterfield question for you. Okay, thank you. If if Louisville does not win a bowl game this year, do you want Scott Satterfield back? Well, now you've just, like, extended to winning a bowl. Originally, it was making a bowl. Okay, no, uh, my fault then. Go to making a bowl. Do you want Scott Satterfield back? If they don't make a bowl, uh, I will be. I, I would lean towards moving on in the future. Yes. Yeah. There we go. That's all we were looking for. Finally, we not, had to push no. you. We had to shove you off the cliff. Damn it! But you finally jumped into the water, and it, it, it's it's fine. The water is warm. It's refreshing. Enjoy yeah. it, buddy. Kunis is down there hanging out, waiting for you to land. Yeah. Yeah, you were just clinging to the side. After falling down because you're too scared to jump. All right. Up like a frog. I don't give a bleep. Just get off the rock. <laughs> great movie, bro. Yeah, yeah, great movie. <laughs> well, I'm glad you finally did that, but uh, we do need to get to a break, though. We'll get we'll do our final break here. Come back, wrap up the text line, give you lots of more hell because you deserve it, buddy. You deserve every ounce of it. And our listeners, they're going to love hearing it. This is Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and Trevor Kelsey on your Friday funky show. Walker here. Roush here. Kelsey. Kelsey, where the hell is Kelsey? My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who stopped passed out at 31 Flavors last night. Welcome back in Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. More more enthusiasm, buddy. Come on. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I can get the phlegm out of my, my arm. There you go. Come on. I'm Come on. Pl- unplugging my, my headset here. Call? Oh, man. That was great. Trevor like Kelsey that. bringing the heat on a Friday as we dish it out to him. He finally admits Scott Satterfield needs to be fired if the cards don't make a bowl game. You heard it here first, folks. Write it in Sharpie. Because when the cards inevitably lose all but one non-conference game, he's not going to make it to six wins. They're not going bowling, and he's not going to be back. Suck it, Scott. Suck it, Tots. 
You're out of here. I'm starting to learn why some other radio stations want you only have the desire to see you when you kiss their rear end. <laughs> I'm starting to figure. I'm starting. I'm starting to see the light in that. Maybe piece them together. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, well, I, I was, by the way, that, that was like the like. I don't know if there's like DMs that we don't know about in the public, but I looked at like the Twitter on on that on that story, and I just didn't understand what what like the the anger that did have that type of anger towards you you didn't even say anything like bad i mean you've been you've been much i mean i guess you maybe just built up because you've been much more obnoxious before in the past on twitter towards being a troll a twitter oh, troll. of course but even like in the top 10 or 20 even well here's the thing trevor is you lash out like that when you know that there's truth to what's being said and you know he the old Blankenspanker, the sheriff, he doesn't want to admit that it's true, but he knows that it is. So that's why he's lashing out. And uh, frankly, I understand. I would hate it if I knew my coach was that bad at coaching sports. It would be really disappointing. But, you know, it's the life that he chose to live as a Louisville fan. Uh, I don't, first of all, I don't think you would uh, understand if your coach was that bad coaching. Uh, I think you are, you are way too. Um, Blankenspaker, like to, to mm, see, no, the, no. see, see, the, see the end of the through the forest of trees or the trees in the forest. So, here's, all, here's, does it make a noise? I don't know how the saying goes. Here, here's the thing, Trevor. I will talk myself into Sawyer Smith as being a superstar, and then when I see him stink, I will say he stinks. And like, God, we got to do something different. That's the difference between us and our uh, hyperbole counterparts is they can't admit they were wrong. We will happily admit when we are wrong. And in this case, we are right. Scott Satterfield is a bum. He's a terrible coach, and it will be proven otherwise this fall. Uh, I think you are not as swift on admitting it being incorrect as you think you are. But, yes, you do it. You will admit it eventually. Like I mean, Terry Wilson was not the best quarterback in the SEC last year. See? It, it took me four years to convince TJ to finally, like, admit that the, the wide receivers at UK saw. Like, I mean, it's. <laughs> It was like a long, drawn-out process. You know what, though, Trevor? This year, Kentucky has a receiver that I think Louisville would want. I think Kentucky has the best receiver in the state, and I I think it's indisputable. Oh, my Lord. I mean, I I just told you it took me four years to get him to face reality, and now you're going to sit there and just turn right back around and and convince him that the receiving – who is this receiver that – is going to be probably talked about how they're 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 not doing as well because the quarterback situation still sucks at Kentucky. It's Wandale Robinson. You would take Wandale Robinson in a heartbeat on your team. He'd be your best player. Uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah. I, he's, yeah, he, yeah. You, you, maybe you could argue against Josh Ali. Maybe Jordan Watkins is your guy, or I don't know who the hell else you got over there. You've got no players because Scatterfield's recruited no players. But yeah, I. Wandale Robinson, this will be the first time in a long time that Kentucky has had the best receiver of the bunch, probably since Randall Cobb. Because uh, those those Louisville, and even then, those Louisville teams still had some talent left over from Petrino. At least one thing Petrino has done, did in both stints, he brought in some good skill players. He didn't bring in any linemen uh, the second go around. But hell, they had a really good offensive line uh, back in the day with Giacomini, Eric Wood. Uh, they had some dudes. Uh, but now there's no players over there. Your team stinks, and it's 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 gonna it's gonna feel a lot like cheering for the Philadelphia Eagles for the foreseeable future. 
Nick, he didn't bring any linemen except for that guy that went tenth overall in the draft at left tackle. But, oh, you know, so he brought in a lineman. And, hey, hey, in well, fairness, no. In fairness, McKenna Beckham is like two people though. So, <laughs> okay, okay. I, I so can count as like a left guard and a left tackle. Right he there. brought in one enough, one that was good enough to be two. Yes, and and finally speaking, yeah, I'm glad you reminded me of the one Dale thing. You, Kentucky's poor man Rondo Moore. That. Uh, <laughs> Like, why are you still so bad? Like, you have been for those that like, maybe tune in randomly, like wonder why you like you completely like have this hatred towards Scott Frost, Nebraska, and it's if they don't know, it's because they stole your favorite toy a couple years ago, and you were bitter, you've been mad about it. Well, you got your toy back. Why do you still hate on Scott Frost in Nebraska? Well, I, it, because that wasn't entirely why I hated no, Scott Frost. I'll, no, part of it too was personal because everybody. Praise Scott Frost as this offensive genius, but yeah, they were do they were giving him this treatment without ever stepping foot in Nebraska. And Jeff had had a better year, like he did that at Purdue in year one. Now he's he's backed off some, but Jeff's had more success in the Big Ten than Scott Frost has. Yet people put him on a pedestal for no damn reason. Scott Frost sucks. He's a terrible coach. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I don't know how much of a pedestal he's on and left right now. I don't. I don't think it's. He's more on a plank than a pedestal at this point in in Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. He's about to walk the plank. I like that. I like that, Trevor. Uh, you know what we should do though? We should read some text though, because we could. If we don't, then we're going to spend the whole time talking about how bad Louisville is at football. And while I enjoy that, and I enjoy giving you all kinds of crow, we probably should switch it up just a little bit. Well, when you make when you say it like that, I say go to the text line. (laughs) 502-414-1450 wait tj so you are officially saying that kenny Payne was deeply missed this past season it's all love here but i can recall you saying that the talk of him not being on the bench as a good cop was way too overrated and that the other assistants could check on the players just fine okay i think here's here's the the point where uh, th- there can be a miscommunication because I think to say that Kentucky, like you would be an idiot to not say that Kentucky missed Kenny Payne. The problem was is that folks were acting like last year's team stunk because Kenny Payne wasn't there. No, they sure that yes, they missed Kenny Payne, but they stunk because of COVID because they were the youngest team Calipari ever had. At Kentucky, by age-wise, like there was a lot more factors. Kenny Payne played a small piece in that. So I'm going to stand up for Terry here. That when everybody was complaining about uh, Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne, Kenny Payne was not the reason why Kentucky stunk, but he was a small piece of why they struggled to do much of anything last year. You forgot about the like the lack of talent part too. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that yeah, exactly. Kenny Payne. I mean, you bring Kenny Payne injuries. I mean, you know, there there was a lot of things that went wrong for Kentucky last year. Kenny Payne on that staff. What, what I mean, what were you talking like? Three more wins, four more wins, maybe. I mean, yeah, at most. I mean, maybe those the the close games where Sar misses a shot versus Louisville and Notre Dame. He's not going to be responsible for making that shot, kind of like you said, Trevor, with Cunningham earlier. I mean, they were open shots. They put him in position. You gotta, you can't throw it twenty yards over Atwell's head. You got to make some shots. So maybe Payne helps in a couple 
of the close games kind of lighten the mood, like, like take a little tension out of the room. But Kenny Payne isn't getting you eight more wins and putting you in the NCAA tournament with that team last year. They were just – things could have been better if it was a normal year, but they weren't going to be that much better considering just all of the obstacles in the way of that team. No, 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 no. Kenny Payne, I mean, yeah. sort of just like actually like trying to find the eligibility to get him on the court. Uh, Texter says, airport beers absolutely slap. There's something about the beers in the airport that are so refreshing and immaculate vibes. Justin, I, I know this is kind of tired. It was probably three years ago, Summer Radio, where it was ranking the kinds of beers. Uh, and I believe we did this on your show, but you weren't around. So I'm curious what your favorite beer is. And when I say this, not like Bud Light, I mean... Uh, uh, after work beer, the first beer on a Friday, first tailgate beer, what you, lake beer, what's your favorite, your top two or three favorite beers? Uh, I'm a big Dos Equis Amber guy. No, Trevor, like... damn it, Justin. No, 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 no. I want, no. I want not, to be a goober. <laughs> not type of beer. I'm talking about like your setting. So like the first beer after you get off of work or an airport beer or a shower beer. That's that's kind of what we're looking for. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, number not. one, car beer. Number two, shower beer. Do not, by any means, drink and drive. This is no. while Justin's a passenger. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> In Indiana, y'all don't have open container laws, do you? I believe we do. I don't know. I don't drink and drive, Nick. You can't, yeah, buy, but... you can't buy cold beer in Indiana, though. That's true. You cannot. No, you can't. No. It's got to be yeah. warm. You yeah. can buy warm, you can buy cold wine, but not cold beer. <laughs> so stupid. I don't say you're not drinking drive, but you have drive through liquor stores. I mean, come on. I also <laughs> got to say, I think airport beers, in a lot of cases, a lot of airport or airlines have taken the drinking option out. So you better bring the little shots with you, and you better enjoy the beers while you're actually at the airport because. I know Southwest discontinued it because people would just get stupid drunk and fight with flight attendants. So, idiots. Hey, but if they say sons and four, they get they get they get hard for it. <laughs> have you watched uh, the air yet, Nick? You, I gave you a recommendation like a week ago. Have you watched that movie yet? No, I, I haven't watched a movie in a. Uh... You have nothing better to do. Come on, dude. I know. Just just go in your go in the office. Say you got you know air quote work to do and watch the movie. Yeah, but I actually have had work to do. It's been a very busy month of June. Nah, much busier than I anticipated. I'm sorry, <laughs> but this texture, this texture could suck it. Justin has ruined the show. Him and his inability to know how to use a microphone. The idiot sounds like he's a hundred feet underwater. Well, Justin, <laughs> right now, while while you're making fun of him, he is on the way to fixing the stream right now we of course we it only goes down once during the show trevor asked about during the break and as soon as we come back the stream goes back down so way to jinx it buddy um i mean he could just chi still chime in if he's in the other room that's how what it sounds like on the mic sometimes oh, <laughs> I mean, i'm a it's just justin didn't ruin the show i mean i mean let's see how do you ruin that show i mean it was already there but i mean <laughs> But I, yeah, the, the mic thing was is I went to text him and I listen to the podcast and I, I've given and, and I feel bad. I don't want to give Justin too much crap because I know I think he he hates it too and it, it, and I, and I get it to where 
like I'm listening to him now, and I don't know if I go back and listen to the podcast. I probably won't because I hate the sound of my own voice. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, like he doesn't sound smart. bad now. No, he yeah. sounds fine to us. And like we can yeah. hear him. I hear him the whole time. But when you listen to the podcast, he's. I mean, it just he'll say like one word and it'll just trail off, and you don't hear anything. And the next thing I know, I hear you chuckle or you or TJ going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, making you know, you know, pleasantry thing." response and but i have no clue what what justin said every time much like, like the streaming issues we're gonna get this solved guys hang eventually. with us <laughs> I, mean, I don't uh, know what you're using on remote like i i think mean, you take it's the uh, headphones like from an iphone I don't but it's, it's it's a cheap it's cheap uh, iphone headphones so it's not iphone headphones it's the same concept but they're not iphones so uh, that's probably my issue. yeah I mean, that could be it I'm using the ones that are so cheap; it's the flat wire, like you get at the gas station. Oh wow! In fact, I think well, I bought these. At some a gas some people might be tuning out. Then we could have uh, uh, that poor of a sound quality today. But I want to move past it because we've got much funnier things to share. Like this quote from Bomani Jones: "He has become the patron saint of blowing leads." Can we guess who Bomani Jones is talking about? Uh, Doc Rivers. Yeah, good what, job. What was the text I sent you last night? That uh, what did I say to you? Uh, somebody yeah, Doc, only Doc, Doc Rivers knows how to pull defeat from the jaws of victory like no other. Yep, that's true. That's I, true. I, I can't take credit that my buddy Ruben sent me that. I said, but <laughs> if oh, Ruben, Ruben Pfeffer. One came yeah. like great movie. Uh, if Roush spent 20 minutes on TikTok, he would be hooked. I had the same mentality he does until I checked it out. Yeah, that's the point, Texture. I don't have 20 minutes to spend on TikTok. I can't. No, I do not want to be hooked on TikTok. I thought you were pro TikTok anyway. No, that's TJ. I'm anti TikTok. Very anti TikTok. I thought you were both because TJ, I, I don't have the time for TikTok. I don't have the time, the patience. You have the time for it. And in fact, and sadly, for for those to enjoy TikTok, I actually have more brain cells than required. So oh. I I don't I don't want to watch TikTok. I don't care about it. Um, but I mean, I've seen it because Nick. I, th- I thought you were ones that sent me a video TikTok. I guess it was just Terry. But I, and I've had other people send me like, "Oh, check this out." I mean, and some of them are funny, but like, I no, just don't. They're not Nick. Nick. Don't 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 like inflate their egos anymore. To they're not funny. They're they're stupid. They're pointless, and that's coming from someone who does a lot of pointless stuff in his life. I mean, I, I don't get TikTok. I mean, I guess more power to you if you want to watch it, but don't, don't, no, no. I'm, I'm never, I've, I've, I've drawn the line in the sand in terms of my, like okay. what I do online. It's Twitter and it's Facebook, and that's it. And, and Trevor's just now figured out memes. So uh, maybe four years from now, you'll get on TikTok. No, Maybe. I won't do TikTok. I won't do Instagram. I will not eat green eggs and ham. <laughs> okay, Sam, I am. Uh, Texture oh, says, okay, right. Nick, learn what a lemming is. KRC now has Indiana doofus and Kentucky doofus. Have a great show. I know what a freaking lemming is, but like that's an insult that hasn't been used in Trevor's lifetime. And Trevor is not a young man. Okay? That's an insult? Yeah, that's an insult. Suck it. No, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the with the. Yeah, it was used like in the 50s and 60s. They don't they don't by like old people then. It was a dorky thing to say back then, sir. Dork. First of all, I thought it was genius. <sighs> yeah, but it changes. It's morphed to doofus at times. So yeah. Okay. All right, 
this is a great question for this crew to answer, particularly Trevor. Better overall menu, Sonic or White Castle? White Castle is far and away my favorite, but Sonic has everything. Give me Sonic. Trevor, let's weigh in on this topic. Um, I'm going to go White Castle. I don't mind hmm. Sonic, but and it probably does offer more. It's like kind of like a jack in the box if you know people brought you food on roller skates. But White Castle just it just tastes better. I mean, and White Castle has options. I mean, you have chicken rings, the, the their fish, the fish sandwich is good. Chicken. Oh, fish sandwich from White Castle? No, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Big dude, the, the chicken rings are good. Uh, here's the here's my, my beef with White Castle. The fries there stink. They're always soggy. Like Unless you get a cheese cup to dip it in, they're garbage. So I am actually... Sonic has great tots. You can get breakfast burritos there. Burgers do stink. But what puts them over the top is not only the, their ability to make you feel like garbage the next day, but they have ice cream there. Their, their their milkshakes, their blasts, all that stuff is great. So I'm going Sonic. Justin, break the tie. Uh, White Castle. Justin's the White Castle guy. And Trevor's, <laughs> Trevor's right. Sonic has a little bit of everything. They have the more expansive venue. Uh, but White Castle just does taste better. And they have Big Red, which ultimately was the tiebreaker for me. Amen. Wow. Big, that big a fan of Big Red. That Only at White Castle. Yeah, that's true. It's a great text, great texting of the show. I won't, I won't, I won't even get Big Red Fountain like at a, like a gas station. It just got to be. It just still doesn't taste the same as White Castle. Like it's the blend of that with their onion slash cabbage on the burgers and and just the cheese fries. And even though yeah, the the, the cheese tater tots at Sonic are good, but uh, the yeah White Castle just now. It's all, I'm all White Castle. Definitely yeah, not. Definitely not. Uh, what, what, what's the White Castle ripoff one? Crystal. Crystal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crystal. The only good thing about Crystals is they have chicken sandwiches, whereas White Castle just has a chicken ring sandwich. The only good thing about Crystal is there's none in Louisville near me. Oh, sure. suck it, Crystal. <laughs> that sounded dirty out of context, Nick. <laughs> mm, that did. That, 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 gosh. <laughs> so, what? Trevor sends in the tunes. Take ownership that you played it at the right moment, right after y'all talked about him. Like the one texture said, I was jamming out to the shiz too. Had me ready for my day. That all you, Justin, own it. That's true. I did. I did push the button to play it at the right time. So, <laughs> were y'all so y'all y'all? I, I may have missed it. I guess were y'all talking about Harlow when I played that song? Played. Yes. There, but, no, no. It was just it was giving him vibes. Oh, okay. No, no one even no one even points out the fact that all the songs played that day were, were bands or artists from Little Work in Southern Indiana. There was mm, there's a method to my That is a good point. There was a Houndmouth song in there. Yeah, was I just realized there, was, there was uh Days of the New, there was uh, My Morning Jacket, which I don't know, maybe that didn't get played. I, I, I send I send a select amount of songs to Justin. Sometimes they all get played, sometimes they don't. So uh, depends on the commercials. I, yeah. I try to send them like five or six songs each day, though. Just and sometimes they, sometimes some don't make the cut. Uh, Texture says, "Man, I've liked Justin a lot, but my boy needs to quit being so humble and own up to his take." So, what you're a low down IU fan? At least you can hate on U of L. That's all you need. Yeah, grow a backbone, Justin. Hold on, time out. How many times? How many times in the last two weeks have I just ripped U of L to shreds? Yeah, what are you talking about. Yeah, suck it, Louisville. How is it a backbone? I mean, that doesn't give you a backbone. That just makes you 
like want to be part of the cool kid group. You're like the you're just jumping on board. I mean, where, where, where's your where's your argument? I have sat and fought tooth and nail long before you came along, Justin, and defending IU's football program versus UK. That's where I want to see your back on. Trevor, I want you to step up and tell Terry and tell Nick, listen, yes, make fun of Louisville for being happy about eight wins. When you get eight wins, it's, you know, you, you put up a statue of Mark Stoops, but make fun of us for eight wins. But you tell him IU is right now, yes, I'm saying it right now, a better football team than Kentucky. Oh, Trevor, no, they had one year. No, that's true. Win a ball I mean, game. I, I, oh, there's my backbone. Get the that's hell out of here. Now, Trevor, yeah. see, here's the deal. I want to defend your Cardinals. I, I'm all fine and dandy doing that, but you all have got to be good. If a, if it's a sinking ship, I can't defend anything, brother. It's, it's, season's not even started and the ship's already sunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're freaking like two. We still got like six, seven weeks till the season starts. And this, and this, this man, this. I really love to. Even like, the freaking Titanic got out of the port. <laughs> man, this is just. We we started with kumbayas and now we're fighting each other. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Justin they, thinking that Indiana is better at Kentucky at football is that's not. Cute. It's not even close, Nick. We're we're getting votes for the top ten. Oh wow! Are you really? Yeah. Oh, we're, at like, we're at like 12 or 13 in every single preseason poll that I've seen. I know. And it's, it's it, Justin, I just, I know you've got your hopes up right now, and I'm not going to crush them, but Indiana is every college football, every college football's wise guy, smart pick to regress this year. They're going to regress to the mean. They'll probably win seven games, and you should be ecstatic about that. So I'm, whenever I'm you end up in the Belk Bowl, just don't be mad. Don't be mad about it. I'm not going to talk anymore. We're just going to let it play out. Oh, no, no. You've got to talk more. You you have to. <laughs> this is a radio show, damn it. Uh, not, not when his mic works the way it does. I'm the talking less. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, did you just really mock him for a belt ball when that's like... Oh, this is a great time. But I'm just saying... The Indiana folks, they're they're thinking that they're going to win the Big Ten and go to the Rose Bowl. It's not happening, buddy. It's not. You had your fun last year. Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl's not an option. Okay, just now I'm I'm going to defend you here a little bit, there, little guy. I got to stick up for the little guy here. All right, I'm I'm like I'm I'm like I'm Andre the Giant and Princess Bride over sticking up for the little, little dude over here. Uh, you're mocking him for for thinking he could they can win the. Win the Big Ten and go to the Rose Bowl, which is not really that far out of the realm because they were right there. You had a chance to do it last year if you just beat Ohio State. Same guy who just like over the last couple years has sat there with a straight face along with TJ, acting as if you Kentucky can win the SEC East. They've had one SEC conference winning record in 35 years. No, it's the same thing that happened to Kentucky in 2018. We both had a chance to win that game against our case, Georgia, in his case, Ohio State, and go to the conference championship game, but it didn't happen. And the next year, things weren't as good. I'm just I'm just letting Justin know that that's what's going to happen and to not be sad when you go to the Belk Bowl. Hey, I had Nick, a great time at the Nick, Belk Bowl the year after, but I'm just, case, I'm just letting you know. In case you forgot, the Big Ten came out and said that you can't go to the conference championship unless you play six or eight games or whatever it was. But then we switched the rules at the end, so Indiana should have been in the conference championship. Yeah, Indiana. For got what it's worth. For what it's worth. Yeah, Indiana. He, he definitely has a chip on his shoulder. Indiana got screwed big time on that one. That was that was ridiculous. It was stupid. 
And I just, I'm just, my point is, Nick, is you just can't mock him for having hopes after with the way the program has gotten the direction it's going under Tom Al, which I'm is not. a shock. It's all right. And you, and we, and you said, no, there, Trevor, say, Trevor, glass house. I'm not, I'm not mocking Justin for having hope. I'm mocking Justin for thinking that Indiana is better at Kentucky in anything besides men's <laughs> soccer, because you're not Justin. You're a bunch <laughs> of Hoosier losers. Uh, I mean, I could go on and on, Nick. We got, we got track and field. We've got uh, <laughs> swimming. We've got water polo. Okay. okay, water polo. Nobody has water polo. Let's wrap up this text line and get out here. Yeah, Nick. I- I'm with Nick. Fudge TikTok. You don't have to read this on air. Oh, except the fudge part. You have to read that. Just For the record, I, I-, I changed that to, to fudge. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> wasn't fun. <laughs> uh morning fellas my two-year-old daughter presley has been watching nemo on repeat the last week she's now calling cash shark bait i don't know if i should be worried or not have a good weekend fellas never seen nemo mm. what well, uh, it's a great you movie got, you gotta think of the generation the, the generation gap i mean i when, when that movie came out i was like in my mid-20s late 20s i didn't have any kids that i knew of at that point i mean i have no reason to watch nemo have you some wacky tobacco and watch Finding Nemo today. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> it's a great one movie. Of those, one of those things will happen. Next day. It's a great, great movie. Oh, speaking of great, John here. TGIF, good morning to all. Hey, Nick, to answer from yesterday, I used to be a 90s Bulls fan and then a Tayshaun Prince Pistons fan, now a Heat fan, not a Pacers fan. Okay, just, just double checking. I figured you would... Stick to your Indiana roots, but I guess not. Hey there, my brother Trevor. Thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. The wrestling crowd chants were not worth. Uh, hey, hey T Dog, can you give the listeners a rundown on what's going on with AEW? Well, gotta go. Tar will give you an AEW update when he comes on the show next year. Hey, in short, it's awesome. Unfortunately. Because the NBA playoffs, are, the the dynamite's been bumped around. It's actually going to be on tonight. Looking forward to it, but really can't wait for next Saturday. It's going to be on Saturday night. Jungle Boy, the son of Luke Perry, taking Kenny Omega in what will be a just spectacular match. I can only imagine. The uh, I, I did enjoy Urban Meyer's role in AEW. That was fun. So Urban Meyer, back thanks to AEW. Watch a little dynamite. I mean, especially the first hour. They've been they they pack all the good stuff in the first hour. On these Friday night schedules, because no one's staying up that until midnight. I mean, no one else. Mm, fair enough. Fair like- enough. Um, a texture says, "Roush, your South End internet sucks. Suck it." <laughs> was that a texture? That just uh, Justin. Justin? No, it was not. I had my video on. I wanted Trevor to see my face. That was my mistake. Between the fit, phlegm, and hilarious rationale, I don't know what I've missed more. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, it took nearly two hours, but the tension between Trevor and Justin finally spilled over. That's no right. tension we can't, here. We, no, no tension. we can't get him in the same room because Justin just he wants to fight his his dad. I mean, his, I'm, his radio dad. I'm not. I'm just supporting. I'm really more just supporting him and trying to get him to oh to step up. I mean, I, I mean, I want him to. This this is the best IU has been in well, his lifetime because Justin, you weren't. You were born after 92, right? Or 91. I was actually born in 89, but I don't remember 91 and 92. So, you were yes. born in 89? I, I was. You... I was an 80s baby. 
I thought you were younger than Nick and, and T. No, nope. no. I'm the old man in the stable here. Yep, yep. He's well, a broken down Bronco. I guess it's just because you still wear kids' clothes. I, I thought you were younger, but then the, the you know I didn't. Ever, I forgot you were born in. Well, yeah, then you were alive during the 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 end of the Bill Mallory uh, days, and that was you had a, you had a Heisman hopeful and then Johnson, the running back. I mean, Von Dunbar, and that was the glory days of IU. Oh, Trevor, stop kissing his butt. Tell IU can suck it. I don't get mad because IU passed you in football. Just like they, just, just like this is Jordy, so hilarious. It's so cute. They passed you in a way that Jordy Holtz threw a pass behind behind his back to Christian Wofford for a game winner. Goodness gracious, you all. That's that's a terrible spot to end it, but we got to get out of here. Roush really said we got to get out of here. He just ran out of here. This I'll is get, the, you know, I'll take us out of here, Nick. Nick, Nick just bounced. Uh, thanks for having me back. Can't wait to be. I think I'm going to be coming back in studio next week at some point when Nick's out of town to join you and TJ. So uh, we'll get that worked out. But uh, enjoy the weekend. Justin, get a backbone. I'm, I I can't defend you everywhere I go, buddy. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Thank you, Roll Call. Take care. Oh, I <laughs> didn't mean to. It's not I'm using a different computer. Like, we gotta go. Look at it. It was gone. I was like, wow.